0: Welcome to Daily Steps from One Extraordinary Marriage, where we outline simple steps that you can take to have the ultimate marriage adventure. I'm Tony Lorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. In today's show, we address the question, what do you do when you get to the point when you have nothing to talk about anymore?
1: This person goes on to say, we go out to dinner and just stare across the table at each other. We've been there. Oh, I remember that. We've been there. I remember that season. And it was painful to have the conversation and it was painful to not have conversation.
0: It was painful to go on the date and stare at each other.
1: Yes. Because everything feels awkward Mm -hmm. and and stilted. And, you know, it's actually hard to believe that when you're in that season that there was a point in time where the two of you could talk about anything and everything. Mm Mm-hmm right? You know, we mentioned in, in the other show where we were talking about, you know, these marathon conversations that Tony and I used to have. And, and so you go from, you know, three hour conversations to, we can't say two words to each other. And you're like, how, how did we get there? And can we get out of this place? And we're here to tell you that you can.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: We're we're living proof. Guys, I remember sitting in a hotel restaurant looking over Tony's right shoulder because things were so bad between the two of us. And I just wanted to go home, but I couldn't even bring myself to say those words. Mm -hmm. We were in such a dark place. And and what we had to do to come out of that was the first thing is you've got to commit to making a change in your marriage, right? If you've got nothing to talk about, then we have to, A, remember that at one point in time, we did have things to talk about. And we have to commit that the future is not going to look like the present.
0: And I think the biggest thing is we get held back by what was instead of what is today. So things have happened in your lives. You know, you obviously you got married not too sure, but maybe you have kids now. Maybe you've, you've gotten a job, lost a job. Maybe you, you bought a house. Maybe you've moved across the country. Maybe you've had the loss of a, a close family member. A number of things can happen mm-hmm. in your lives in a short amount of time or over a period of time that can bring you to a place of, what do we talk about now?
1: And, and before we get to just ideas on how to get to those topics, I, I want you to actually give yourself grace to not have marathon conversations. Yes. Right? You don't have to go yes, from yes, this yes. place where you're not talking to suddenly sitting down and having like a two-hour conversation because that'll scare the you-know-what out of you and you won't, you won't ever even open your mouth. Uh-huh. Right? You've got to think in terms of bite-sized chunks. And what, uh, well, all my coaching clients know because it sits on my desk when I'm coaching with folks. One of my most favorite communication tools is a timer like the old-fashioned digital timer. It's not on my phone. It's actually like it's a separate individual device. And the reason I love this is because you can set the timer for, let's say, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and that's the length of your conversation, right? Because that seems doable, Mm -hmm. right? If we're not, like we know it's going to go off and it's actually going to beep and there's going to be an end time.
0: Here's another thing though, too, to get the conversation started again, sitting across from each other mm. can be very difficult.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it could be uncomfortable because I know for Elisa and I, that's not the best way for us to, to have conversation. I feel like she's staring deep into my soul and and looking and, and waiting for me to have these epiphanies. And it was for me sometimes just frightening. It's like I just can't handle this. So like, oh, I, I gotta perform. And, and actually even having some of that performance anxiety to actually talk and have something eloquent or maybe valuable to say. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you change up that situation. Because if you're sitting across from each other and it's not doing well, then maybe sit on the same side of each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe go out on a picnic and instead of, you know, sitting across the table from each other, get sit on a blanket, have a picnic basket between you guys and look at the stream or the mountain or the lake or whatever it may be where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it means that you guys need to get out of the restaurant and go grab like some ice cream cones or maybe a Starbucks or something to drink and just go for a walk and talk. Mm-hmm. Change those up. Make sure that you realize that the knee to knee, the eye to eye, may not be the best place for you guys to have this conversation.
1: Oh, I love that you suggested some of those places like ice cream or you know, going to the coffee shop because you get the added bonus of people watching. And even as you're trying to start the conversation, sometimes it's just the people that are walking by you that give you, you know, something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and so it's, it's doing these types of things because there are a lot of reasons why the two of you aren't talking, and you know, to move into this place where you can, it may be as simple as having questions to ask, having a tool that says, Okay, I, like we haven't talked for so long, I don't even know how to ask a question, I, I don't even know what, what I can ask or what I can't ask, and, and we get it. That that was our marriage. Like we were we were in seasons. We've been in seasons where it's like, how do I even form a question? Which sounds really really silly. But some of you are going, that's me. We've been there. That's why I'm bringing it up. Or you know, it's just as crazy to us even now to say it. And so we actually put together a resource that's all questions, and it's called Connect, like you did when you first met, 101 Proven Questions for Couples. But here's I just want to give you a little, you know understanding on how to use this. When the two of you are getting into this place where you haven't been talking, and it doesn't matter whether you use Connect like you did or you n- use you know questions that you've come up with on your own, again, set that timer, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Like we're not going to go through, like I said 101 questions in this book. Do not go through all 101 questions in one sitting. You won't ever have another conversation.
0: Pick one, set the timer, talk. If you, you have a question and maybe you have two minutes to answer it and then your spouse has two minutes to answer it and that's it. Move on to the next question. Two minutes, two minutes. You have to get into practice. Here's the thing so many of us will be in this spot. And the key is you got to break free. You got to break through. And the only way you're going to do that is you got to begin to ask those questions again. And some of them may be silly. Some may be serious. Some may be sexually, you know, some may be on finances. We need to start hitting these areas again. But the way to do it is to do it in bite sized chunks where we begin to get those conversations going, look at our surrounding, look at our situation, how and what is the best place for us to do that so that we have the opportunity to begin to foster that communication again. And we have things to begin to talk about Again, And when we do that, it's amazing what happens. We talked about this in a previous show. Love is not a a noun. It's a verb. Those loving feelings start coming up because you guys are connecting again in the emotional intimacy. If Connect Like You Did is a tool you need in your marriage, check out connectlikeyoudid.com.